This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Uh, welcome to episode 60 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Um, Ellie, please tell everybody what you just told me seconds before coming on. You smell bad? After that. <laughs> um, I just said that I thought something was wrong with my mic because I couldn't hear myself sniffing it. And fun fact, Ellie sniffs into her mic before every episode. <laughs> I want to make sure it works. Like instead of just being like testing, testing, I'm sitting there like testing, <laughs> testing. Ellie's like... <laughs> Like, what are you doing? I just want to know if it works. So that's that's how we start off every show <laughs> with Ellie sniffing the mic. Um, Ellie, give us an update. What's what's going on in life? Because you haven't been here the last two Realty Talks, and the fans were going crazy, wondering when she was going to be back. And here she is. And we had Jordy. Jordy filled in. But what's going on? What's the last couple weeks like? Give us an update. Um, I broke my house, and then I fixed my house. Um, and now I'm in the upstairs breaking things. Um, I found a really good local contractor. Um, his name is Bernie Fanuff, and if anyone wants his information, DM me. He's fantastic. He showed me what I did wrong. He talked me through the whole process. He had me get up on the ladder with him so he could like point out stuff. It was an electrical thing. I, my mistake ultimately was, I, I think, not entirely my fault. It was because I had a cheap tool instead of an expensive tool, and the cheap tool fucked me over, basically. Oops, excuse me. Um, anyways, he showed me how to fix everything. Um, he was there for two hours with his um, a guy who was helping him out, and it cost me $75. What, what tool did you have? Um, so I'll, it's gonna kind of a long story, but basically there were four sets of wires in this light fixture. Um, when I took down the... Um, chandelier that was there. I wanted to put a fan in. The box that was up there was a plastic box. I needed a metal box for a fan, a specific type of metal box. Um, the studs were not aligned in a way. Basically, it turned out that it was going to be way too much work for me. Um, however, between taking the chandelier down and putting the new fixture I got up, it was over a month. Um, during that month, I went back and forth with whether I wanted to replace the fixture. At one point, so there were the three sets of wires that were twisted together were always hot. And then the one that the light was connected to was connected to the switch. When I was thinking of taking it out, I untwisted all the hot, the, the those three together so I could squeeze them through the box. Um, so I used my voltage tester to figure out which ones were always hot and which one was connected to the switch. However, because the tester was cheap, it misread which was hot and which wasn't. So I was confused Basically, I connected it to the wrong one. Um, I blew a wire. It was fine. Luckily, it blew close to the internal part so I could just trim it. But then, because it was connected to the wrong wire, I couldn't figure out why none of my lights were working. <laughs> um, so he came, and, and he was super nice. He explained it all to me. Um, he fixed it. On his way out, he heard my toilet was running, um, opened it up, showed me what I had to do to fix it, found the part for me on Lowe's, and told me he wanted me to text him a picture of it fixed on Saturday. So I, that's the only person I'm going to use from here on out. I really Was it fixed? Yeah, it, it's fixed. It's, it's good to go. And it, that would have cost me $200 if I went to someone else. Um, yeah, no, I got to name. I actually recommended him the other day, and I may reach out to him about something. I, I love him. I want to be his apprentice. I, I told him that, but I think he thought I was joking, but I'm not joking. No, that, Bernie, if you hear this, hire me, or I'll work for you for free. I don't care. I'll just hold your stuff and watch. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I like learning stuff because I'm not very handy. Um, I put electric... So I had a buddy kind of help me, but I switched all the outlets in my house mm -hmm. uh, beginning of quarantine, and there's a lot of them, and not too many trips to Lowe's, so I was happy about that, but we had 
I had dimmers. I had three ways. I had one ways. I had GFCIs. Lots I, of fun stuff. I had like every type of kind of thing that you yeah. could do. And definitely some problem solving because not everything was done correctly in the house when it was done. Yep. Um, so I figured it out and I got excited. Everything looks good. And I was kind of looking at one of them. I literally did everything to change them from one color to another. That's it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because we what had like color these. Were they? They're the like, yellow, like that, that ugly cream. Yeah. The rest of our house has like white molding and like it's like so kind of a more modern looking. Yeah. And my wife wanted all white, uh, which I'll be honest, looks way better than it oh, did before. I'm sure, yeah. But it took hours, hours and hours and hours. So, uh, but I got really good at changing wires and really good with pliers and really good with um, what you said the electrical tester the, yeah the non-contact the, voltage tester. they're really electric the, electric is pretty simple once you get the nuts and bolts of it it's you know you connect the right stuff the hot to the hot turn and the breaker off and you turn the breaker off <laughs> yeah. oh, you don't test it like my dad does by brushing the wires to make sure they're off you got a little spark there all right <laughs> on to the next one just making sure you're awake um so i ended up doing that and then i um a buddy of mine unofficially called cutting corners <laughs> he's just a buddy that said it that's would have been his name had he ever come up with a, an actual company but um and i put a roof on mm-hmm. our roof is put on brand new roof excited again you i did shingle too right shingle and i tell people um that i was like the i was basically holding the dummy end of the ruler so i was just carrying up stuff i learned quite a bit but i i, I wasn't the main guy at all the yeah. guy that did it did an incredible job i was but i helped majority of the time i would say i was probably involved for 70 percent of it yeah i mean that's how you learn that's the i i really love stuff like that um he said he he actually used to be a ceo and he used to teach in the prison Um, oh really yeah so he said he really enjoys enjoys teaching yeah Um, it's it's cool i like that i wish i would have learned it growing up never did it's one of my biggest like but i'm learning it now which is fun yeah so i'm still learning it just my my biggest thing is not the willingness or tools because i actually have like a a fairly decent tool selection now at my house. I, I know I sound like people that know me are probably laughing because, like, but I do. I do have a decent amount of tools. Cause I've just collected them over the last like th- five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just time. It just yeah. I have the hardest time because like I do them. It's late at night, and when I say late at night, it's like nine, ten o'clock at night, or it's weekends. And electric's hard to do at night because you have to turn the breaker off, and then you're. Yeah, and yeah. I was doing electric. What was nice was during quarantine, so it was like I could work, and then I spent a couple hours doing it, to, maybe in the afternoon. Yeah. Or early evening, so yeah, a lot of fun. Um, but it's t- you know it, it's good. It's like problem solving. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, real estate wise, uh, we are back. We're going to talk actually about real estate a little bit. Um, did you have a topic you wanted to talk about? We can talk about your topic. Okay, so my topic is everybody's favorite is real estate commissions. Um, I, the reason I say this is it's come up a couple times recently. Um, people always ask. A couple things. But I'll give you like my whole take on commissions. Basically, how commission works. What is commission? That's how we get paid. Um, it's a fancy name for getting paid for the work you put in. Like we, if you get into real estate, majority of the time there's no like guaranteed steady paycheck. So you get in, meaning if I don't do a good job, or if I don't have clients that want to use me, or if I don't, a whole list of reasons, I don't get paid. Um, that's why it's hard to break into because you're breaking into an industry where there's a lot of people and why are you better than all the, at least in our market, the 150 other people that are in our market as a new agent, why do you deserve to have all this business when you have all these other agents that have experience and connections and relationships? So, um, commission, you don't, that's how we get paid. Mm -hmm. Um, it is usually now, now when I say this stuff straight up 
legally there is no standard commission rate. There's no um, there like there's not an actual rate that has to be done. Every, commission's negotiable always. They can be different on either home. I've had different commission splits on different homes, on different pro- price property, and a bunch of different stuff. Commission can be a percentage of the you know say the purchase price. Could, it could be a flat rate. You could just do a straight up flat rate commission. Then if you're paying commission, um, so. The other thing is sellers pay commission. If you're a buyer, you do not pay the commission on the home. You do have closing costs for sure, but the commission is not part of it. So if you're working, if you're looking to buy a home and you want to, you don't want to use an agent because you don't want to use pay commission, well, you don't pay them. Um, they get paid from the proceeds of the sale. So they get paid once the home closes by representing you. Now, some people have come have said that. So a lot of times when I'm talking to people and it kind of seems like they're very new to the process, I'm like, listen guys, you don't pay me. I will work with you until we close on a home and then I get paid. Yeah. So the commission is paid by the seller, the the list the actual person selling the property. It is paid to the listing brokerage, which is the company. So here be paid to Kavanaugh Realty, not Galen, be paid to Kavanaugh. From there, whoever's representing the buyer gets a portion of that commission. Again, that is negotiable. Um majority of the time that number is split so if you know roughly again majority of the time most homes are roughly around six percent commission now is that standard no you can it can go up can go down it can be like i said split on on based on a flat rate but that number is then broken down so say hypothetically hypothetically for this example six percent of the purchase price goes to the listing brokerage the listing brokerage then pays the buyer's brokerage half of that amount now what happens is, so that now gets broken down 3%, 3%. From there, each brokerage and agent have their own splits that they work off of. So each company's different based on you know maybe support, maybe on what you get or what you don't get and things like that. So then the money goes to both agents and company. The money goes to the company to run the business. The money goes to the agent, obviously for the agent to make a living. Um, that is how real estate works in a nutshell. So then the old, well, is commission negotiable? Can you drop it? You can do whatever. Um, I, I know one agent locally actually says that somebody asked him if commission is negotiable. He goes, yeah, we can go up, and that's <laughs> that's his line. So the uh, the whole purpose of the way I look at it is people that do real estate they are, in my opinion, worth their weight in gold. They're professional in their industry. I always say I don't do my own taxes. I don't I don't um, invest my own money. I don't do my own checkups, you know, for health wise. Like I go to people that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. People think that they can sell a home. Sure, anybody can. Go put a sign out in the yard, put something up on Zillow. You can 100% do it. I honestly will tell you how to do it if I was not an agent and I was just wanting to sell my home. Because it's it's hard to sell your home. You don't get the maximum um, amount of exposure. You also, again, you got to think I do this 300 plus days a year. I'd probably say 360 days a year. I do something involving real estate and I've been doing it for 10 years. So like me compared to someone that has no clue what they're doing or selling their home, obviously you could look at, there's a big learning curve you have to get over. Yeah. Um, when I deal with for sale by owners, I literally tell for sale by owners, like I'm, I'll just help you. I'm not going to charge you. I'm just going to help you because I want this thing to close like, yeah. <laughs> without being delayed. So back to commission, it is paid. It is then split up. Typically four ways between two listing brokerages and two agents. Yes, if an agent has both buyer and seller or the office has both agents, then they get paid twice as much. So it's always a benefit to sell your own listings or have your company sell a listing. That's that's just common um, that's common knowledge. So the 
So can you drop commission? 100%. Can you go up in commission? 100%. Can one agent charge something completely different than everybody else? 100%. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not. There's no set commission rate. Um, I've done a bunch of different commission rates. I've done different commission rates based on the client, based on the situation. Um, I'm, I'm one that I will... Will I take a, a cut in commission? Yes, if I believe that the person or the situation warrants a cut in commission. Usually I don't. Um, the reason being is I think we have, you know, we have to get paid it. We're making a living doing it. And also we're breaking that number down four ways. So yeah. it's not like I get 6%. I always tell people if I got 6%, I'd be doing pretty damn well. Like, I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, I wouldn't be <laughs> working as hard. I wouldn't be working as hard as I am. So like, but the, the whole idea is that you don't get paid all 6%. So I think people think that we do. And it's yeah. like, no, no, no. That, and this is something I've picked up over the last couple of years. I'm quick to say, listen, this gets broken down four ways. Mm-hmm. So even if you divide that by four, it's one point five. So that like you can already tell that the max an agent's gonna make, or sorry, uh, each side's gonna make on average is one and a half percent. Now, yeah. however, it might be more, might be less, whatever. But you know, so you can already tell that's not six percent. So can it be negotiable? Yes. Now, my my example when it gets negotiable typically what i do is i say that's fine but as you start dropping the price then you're co-broking at a lesser amount mm-hmm. some agents i've had this happen will not show your property if the if the commission is too low um you know and then there's also the you know i don't want to do something for much less you know what i mean like yeah if i'm putting all this work in and i look at it because a lot of, again we're a small business we're running if i'm spending time with you you know doing work for you and you want to go from 6% down to 5 or down to 4 or down to 3%. Well, it's like, listen, by the time I split that up, I'm not making a lot of money. I don't want to help you. Yeah. And, you know, and then that's fine. And, like, if they go work with somebody else, that's fine. But it's like, I'm not going to work for free, basically. The good thing is earlier, earlier in my career, I was more apt to do that. Now it's kind of one where, which is a benefit as you get more into it. You can be a little bit more... Is that you or me? I don't think I just it's just want to me. make sure you, you you're not get missing your uh, your important call. The uh, <laughs> but the um, so now it's to the point too where you kind of get to a point where you can say no to people, which is nice. You know, yeah. when you get to an age, I say an age when you get to a certain level where you can kind of pick and choose your clients. Like that's a nice freedom to have on a on um you know on a commission based job. But when I was starting out, like you would do anything, like if a show two and a half, two, whatever, you would do it. Um, so there's different reasons that commission can be switched back and forth. But people always ask, and you can drop it. Um, my concern, obviously, when people drop it, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, it's like the the less you drop the price, like to me, if somebody's really apt to drop the price, are you really getting the best of them? Like, I mean, I think you know, if somebody's getting less for your house, is, there's always also the idea does someone work as hard at your listing because they're getting less money like that's unfortunately probably true for a lot of cases like you know some agents may not do as much for you if they're just like eh, well this person just kind of keeps cheaping me down i had this the other day i say the other day i had this within the year i had someone that kept trying to get us down in commission i was like no i'm not like i don't know what to tell you like it's not going down like it and it was a situation where i'm like you don't need to go down like i know the situation it's not you're just trying to have us cover stuff that should be expenses for you. And again, we're some, when it comes to commission, um, like that's how we make, I mean, there's times I've had to pay out of my pocket to get deals done. Mm-hmm. It happens, you know, and obviously it, it cuts into your, you know, your final net number of what you actually take home. Uh, but sometimes it's warranted. You have to, you have to pay, you know, sometimes I'll spend 
20% to get 80% when the alternative is to get zero, you know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well I'll spend some money to make sure I at least guarantee some money. Yeah. Um, so that happens too. So commission, I think commission is important. I don't look at commission as I think people in their head, especially for sale by owners are selling cause they don't want to pay commission. And that's the, that's the thing that people automatically think when they think real estate, but they don't know there's more closing costs than commission. And there's also a lot. I mean, when you break it down to how many hours you put into the sale of a home, I mean, you're, you're really not making that much as an hourly rate. I mean, you're, you're working a lot, especially, I mean, when you're uh, a newer agent just starting out, like, like me, I can tell you right now, if I divided up how many hours I've put into real estate versus how much I've made, right now I'm probably making maybe 80 cents an hour, and that's, that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and, and yeah, when you start off, you make very little because you're trying to get stuff up and running. You're typically working with buyer clients. You're typically working with, um, you know, some, and I did this when I started out. I would work with buyer clients that would look at a lot of homes and they yeah. weren't the and most motivated. Homes and then they, then they decide they don't want to look and, at a home anymore. And what's, cra- <laughs> well, what's crazy is like, if I go, I would say in the last three or four years, if somebody's looked at more than 15 homes, I'd be surprised because most, most people, and I don't know, again, maybe this is just better clients. Maybe this is just, because I think I'm getting now, especially I'm getting a lot of people that, that are reaching out to me to work with me, which mm-hmm. is great. Or my friends are buying homes that I've already yeah. known for years. And it's like, great. Those are, those are awesome clients to work with versus random people that I don't know that aren't super serious that are kind of like tire kickers or jump around or you yeah. know aren't really committed to agents. Those are the nightmare ones where you work, you waste a lot of time. The better ones obviously is like your friends and family and people that refer to you. And that's the one that's the level you want to get to because then it kind of gets to the point where you can go from like not getting paid a great overall hourly rate to you make potentially higher hourly rate. Yeah. And that's why listings are so important. You don't spend as much time overall with listings because you're talking, you have some upfront work for sure, but you're not running around doing showings and stuff at it. I mean, at the end of the day, and the good thing is about getting a listing is you are getting paid. You are at least getting paid if that house sells. As a buyer agent, you never, you never know. No. I had a house the other day, I made an offer. There's four offers in 24 hours and it's a tough time to be a buyer right now. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, you think about, but Commission, yeah, I think that's always kind of the people always ask like, how does commission work? How's it, you know, how does it affect me? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I think if you have a good agent that knows what you're doing, if you're a list, if you're someone that's selling your home, the commission built in is still going to be higher than what you most likely will sell it for on your own, over and over mm-hmm. again. Yeah, uh, I think the stat is like ninety plus percent of people that are for sale by owners end up listing with an agent. Um, it's tough. It's like again. <laughs> Doing my taxes, it is a nightmare. I hire someone to do my taxes. I don't one. I don't want to do it. I don't want to take the time to do it. I don't want to learn how to do it because I don't really think at the end of the day, it's like I'd rather be doing something other than that time. Either doing more real estate, which is way better return on my investment of time, or yeah. with my family. So I look at those are the two things. You know, so I think that's why you would hire someone. It's just take the hopefully take the stress off. Have basically have somebody just to yeah. give you information and yeah. I just I, so. I don't know. It's just a topic I had down. We hadn't talked about it yet. And I figured yeah. that was something we could cover. Um, I have a question. Go I, ahead. Um, as far as commissions go, the broker has to um, agree to commission changes, correct? Like if a, if a seller wants to drop it down to 4%, I would have to ask you. Yeah. T- yeah. Typically, you run it by your broker. I mean, yeah. yes, I would say run it by your broker. I don't know. I mean, in our office, um, you would run it by the broker. 
I think most offices would have to have the broker saying yes or no. Otherwise, they're going to be mad they're not getting what they were getting. Well, well, technically, it's the broker's listing. So real estate's weird. Like if I get a listing, Ellie gets a listing, an agent gets a listing. It's their brokerage's listing, not the actual agent. The agent is the salesperson that's representing the client in that Mm -hmm. sale. But technically, the broke the the list the the this actual listing is the agent or the sorry is the office not the agent mm-hmm. and you'll see this a lot yeah. if you're ever a realtor and you decide to switch offices some brokerages will not allow you to bring your listings with you yep. because they'll be like hey those are our listings we'll just swap out a different agent those are ours even though that I most likely that client wanted to use that agent yeah um, and not necessarily the brokerage. Now the other thing is if the agent switches, I'm assuming if the if the client's like, no, 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 I want that agent, not your company, they'll probably charge um, a uh, like a referral fee to yep. the agent. So when it sells, then they're paying back their old company. Um, and I'll be honest, that number I've, I've heard is I've heard I I think there's one broker. I think took like 75% of the person's as, as like a referral fee. Wow. So they ended up selling a home and had to pay out 75% of what they got off of what they got. So they That's already, they already split it and then half went to the, or whatever it yeah. was. And they took 75% of that as a referral fee. So I'm like, woo. That's wow. so, I don't know. It's, it's a little, that might've been some, vindictive. Sa- was it called sour grapes? Yeah. Is that yeah. It? yeah. So, um, Ellie, any, t- I'm going to stop there cause it's enough talk about commission. Any, any yeah. topic? No. Not a lot of fun today. We had more fun talking about wires and uh, hot wires. It's a little more exciting. Yeah, I got, like I said, I, I kind of like it's nice. Know a little bit about electrical now. Know a little bit about roofing. Um, I changed the toilet seat out once, so that was a little bit of plumbing. I don't know if a toilet seat would count as plumbing. Well, I mean, you're dealing with the pipes and the plumbing and the ga- the gasket and stuff and the. It's plumbing. There's pipes. There's pipes Water. involved in changing the seat. No, no, like the actual toilet. Oh, you've changed that. I thought you meant just the seat part. No, no, <laughs> like, that, that's well, good a good job, that, Galen. That's a screwdriver. That's a <laughs> screwdriver. No, 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 no. This is actually oh, the like whole toilet. This is like toilet off, out. Okay, that's like, impressive. Plumbing all shut. Yeah. Did you use one of those pumps that gets the water out into a bowl, or did you just make a mess? You made a mess. Probably the latter. Um, so <laughs> again, don't hire me for your hand. Hire me to sell your home, not to improve it. Um, so <laughs> that's it. Office quote of the day. Anything? Actually. If you guys listen to podcasts right now and you like The Office as much as we like The Office, there's a new podcast out where it's Brian Bumgardner, also mm-hmm. known as Kevin Malone, also known as the accountant Kevin Malone, the one that's very slow talking. Also known as Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> that's it. Um, and so he started his own podcast. I have not listened to it yet. There's right now that I know of, this is the second Office podcast. We're going to have so many office. I think Creed's going to do one too, it, isn't is he? Because you have the office ladies. Mm-hmm. But, Which is Pam and uh, Angela. Yes. and But what I've heard, I actually stopped listening to that Me as too. much as I I love. Um, it, it's just a little too like. It's too gossipy. And well, it's, I too, don't, it's too loud. They, they, like, I don't know. It's just not yeah, for me. Yeah. But I guess Brian's is way more deep dive into it, like behind the scenes, which is what I want. I don't really care about the other stuff. The Office Oral History Podcast That's is it. what it's going to be called. That yes. sounds awesome. So it just started. So Brian Bumgardner is right. So you're listening to this. Obviously, you have podcasts. So check that out if you like The Office as much as we do because I'll be listening to it. And I think I'll actually go through this whole thing. So And Brian's great. Um, office quote, Ellie, anything? Um. How about instead? 
How about instead I share that today I learned some information about rabies. Um, apparently it's, <laughs> it made me think of the office. Apparently it's, it's like 100% lethal um, once you start showing symptoms. Um, it's a lot scarier than I thought it was. So Michael Scott really did save Meredith's life. If she had not been diagnosed with it while she was in the hospital, she would have died. I wonder who he hit on the highway. <laughs> um, the uh, let me see. Fun fact of the day: We were just going around doing a bunch of photos, and I saw something today that was the first time I noticed it. Oh no! Sorry. Shout out to friend of the show, friend of the Galen Trombley show, Anna Hewitt. Her sister, Alexis Hewitt, who I met today for the first time, um, showed me because right now we might skip office quotes of the day. We might mm-hmm. just go into fun facts of the day. Okay. Which may be a segment of Office Quotes, Fun Facts of the Day. So there's this app called Star Chart, which means you can put it up to the sky. Is this, is this common knowledge? You just shook your head like you knew what it is? I, I'm kind of a geek for stuff like that. Okay, so, so I love stars. And I love, I love, I love. So right now there's a comet going by. I sat, I sat outside for like 20 minutes last night looking for this comet. Couldn't see it, kind of cloudy. Yeah. So today, she told me about it, Star Chart. I'm going to push it up, then I can see all the constellations. Uh, blows my mind. I watched a video the other day about earth to mars and they kind of got bigger 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 and i forgot which one it is type in like planet ratios or something and it was like i don't know it's a good one it's been seen a few million times so basically showing how small we are compared to like the big stars um even showing how small the sun is compared to the big star sun i believe is the closest star that's why it's so bright and, it is. and hot yeah um the next closest star or the brightest star is sirius which is also known as the northern star Right? Am I good? Mm-hmm. I'm good. Two for two? I, as, to the best of my knowledge, you were correct. Okay. And uh, I also think that the third star off of the Big Dipper is called, called Beetlejuice. Yes. Fun fact. Uh, not spelled the same way as the movie, but a different spelling. Still Looks very cool. like uh, Latin almost. So, um, star chart. If you get star chart, download it. You flip it. I guess even during the day, I'm putting it up outside our office. And it already, based on where I'm like moving it, it's showing everything. The only problem is there's a lot of them. So like I'm looking for like where's my Big Dipper? You know where's my Dipper at? Like that's that's about the extent of my knowledge. There's at least one to two hundred stars in the sky, right? <laughs> is two? Is there two? I thought it was three hundred stars, but that's like this one. I don't even know what that is. Like a girl like with a like a spear or something. I wish I had the name of it. Shanarier? Is that a name? Twins? Oh, it's called twins. The oh. twins are are yeah. Oh, is that one? Oh, Mercury's right there too. Oh, oh cool. And the sun. Look at the sun and then take a right. So go blind, take a right. Oh, and there's um, what is acubens? It looks like a crab. It's a crawfish. Oh, wow, amazing. Sorry guys, we we really geek out. So Galen is just <laughs> holding bird. his phone up against the wall. Just is that the Milky Way? Oh, that's like an angel. Why <gasps> a jellyfish? Okay, so there's a jellyfish up there too, folks. So um, download this app. It's really cool. Shout out to Alexis Hewitt. She told me all about it, so now I'm totally nerding out. There's there's cool stuff up here. So, all right, that's it, guys. Um, no office quote today. We we totally spaced. Episode sixty, Realty Talk. Ellie's back. Um, go look tonight. There's a comment. If you look just below the Big Dipper, kind of off that bottom right corner of the Big Dipper, it should be right there, a little bit far. That's a PSA announcement for everybody. If you see it, tag us. If you have binoculars, look through it. Take a photo. Send it in. Win a prize. We'll figure out the prize once you send it in. Episode 60 with Ellie and Galen. We're out.